Hello and welcome to the very first edition of the Dad Pod featuring Addy Denaire, myself, and Matt Durham. Uh, this is episode one. Uh, this is a podcast we're going to start uh, between Matt and I. We're basically just going to talk about sports and pretty much anything that's going on just like in life, but mostly sports. Uh, a little life. Yeah, a li- little bit of both. We'll, we'll, see, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, so a uh, little little bit about me, a little quick intro. My name is Addy Denaire, like I said. Uh, I'm from Dallas. Uh, big time Mavs and Cowboys fans, sometimes Rangers if they're playing well. I'm a bit of a Fairweather fan when it comes to that. But um, yeah, so my main thing is basketball, but I still love the NFL. Um, so that's kind of my sports background. Uh, Matt, what, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, my name is Matt Durham. I moved to Jacksonville in 2007 from Dallas and became a Jacksonville Jaguars fan. So you're a bandwagoner. No, no. Yeah. No. (laughs) 2007, you know? Yeah, the the primetime years when Maurice Jones drew. The primetime years. And then they sucked for another 10 years, and I still went to every game. Like David Garrard. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) David Garrard, Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, how much were the season tickets? Like 10 bucks? Ah, Front row? Close, close. Okay. Sideline passes were 11, you know? Okay. VIP treatment. Yeah. So I became a Jags fan. I played football in high school, middle school, loved it, fell in love with the game. So I'm an avid football fan. I follow the NFL religiously. I've known Addy since uh, he was in the womb. So In the womb, bro. In the womb. We've (laughs) known each other forever. Um, We go way back. So, and like you said, he's a basketball guy. I'm the football guy. So... Let's get right down to it. How, how yep. about that? Yep. So, again, it's called the Dad Pod. We call it that because it's Durham, Matt's last name, and Denaire. Pretty cheesy, but why not roll with it? Yeah, you roll know, with it. The Dad Pod. All right. So, first topic we're going to talk about is uh, the NFL preseason uh, that just got underway. Uh, it's Saturday, August 4th, the night that we're recording this. So, uh, that was Thursday night this, uh, this pa- during this past week. Um, I personally did not watch the game. I saw some highlights uh, and stuff like that, but it looks like um, Lamar Jackson had some trouble. Matt, you want to tell us a little bit about that? He had some trouble going four of ten for his passes, twenty or thirty-three yards. Uh, he scored a touchdown connecting to other, the Ravens' other first-round pick, Hayden Hurst, who's also from Jacksonville. And well, Homer there, yeah, well, Homer, yeah, hits home. <laughs> But he is picked off, so the Ravens have two Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks on their team now, consisting of RG3, who is out of the Washed league. Washed up. Yep, he was out of the league. Hey, you he went to hey, he's in the league. He's in Back the league. Up Back to up. To Joe Flacco, trash. And Lamar Jackson, but uh, yeah. yeah, he, he went is to... The, I thought Lamar Jackson's third string. Is he third string or second string? He came in uh, as the third quarterback. Okay, yeah. gotcha. So Joe he's Flacco third didn't play. He's third string right now. Yeah, Flacco yeah. didn't play. Yeah, but... RG3 went to your school, you know? Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. Show some little, little Baylor kid. Uh, yeah, so it looked like the Bears, I, I, I heard and from the highlights, it looked like they had a pretty nice offensive system. Yeah, the Bears. But, were, they, but Chase Daniel, the guy with two first names. Yeah. <laughs> I saw some you stat. Never, you can never trust a guy yeah. with first two names. <laughs> I, I saw some stat on Twitter that was like he's made like, 30-something million in his 10-year career, and he's thrown, like, 38 passes or something like that. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. And they're probably, like, all in preseason. All like, in preseason. 
And he threw like two picks last night coming off the bench. And it, that was like the one thing that the Bears like seemed to screw up, just looking at the, the box score. But in the first yeah. quarter, their defense came out and did a really solid job. Yeah. I mean, both teams did a solid job considering yeah. it was preseason. Yeah. It looked a little sloppy for the first preseason game, but, you know, football's back. It's yeah. fun to watch. Not what do you think about uh, Trubisky? He didn't play. No. Did he? No, I don't think he no, played. He I don't play. think he played. But I think that he is he's either going to be a flop or a decent quarterback. I don't decent. Think. I, I don't, I don't think he, I don't see that much in him. I, don't I, don't, I didn't see like all the you, hype about him. You don't see the Deshaun Watson or yeah. the Cam Newton or the He's not a winner. Dak. He's, he's he's gonna play in the league. That's okay. that's all that he is. Gotcha. He's playing in the league. He's not gonna be the Carson Wentz or yeah. Yeah. I can see guys. that. Alright, well we'll move on to the next thing. Alright, so we got some matchups to watch uh, this next coming week for the preseason. Um, so start coming up for the this week, uh, you got the Browns and Giants. And yep. that's on Baker Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield and, and Saquon Barkley. Yeah. yeah, so that that'll be very interesting. Um, I like I personally thought that the Baker Mayfield pick was a bad pick. It's uh, the Browns. They're known for that. <laughs> what can you no expect? Uh, yeah, I just don't I don't see the hype around him. I think he's a little short. Uh, I'm short. You're short. Yeah. You know, it, it's five, hard to see guys. over those O-linemen. Uh, I, I see the same kind of issues with him, similar issues with him that I see with Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel, yep. I think he can play. I think he's better than Johnny Manziel, but I still don't see it. I see a guy that can be problematic off the field, a guy that... You know, um, hey, he likes to have a good time. Yeah, he, I mean, he likes to have a good time. It's nice to have a good time, but also being an NFL when you're quarterback, paid the Tom Brady's of the world, they're not having a good time. They're sitting in the film room, just sitting there. They're good time comes when they're tired. <laughs> yeah, they're they're geeks. Now, they're, like, like if you think about it, like like quarterbacks, quarterbacks aren't like cool guys. Like they're geeks. They're geeks of the yeah. football team. Yeah, and, they're the geeks yeah. of the team. Yeah. They got to know every play inside and out. <laughs> yeah. Baker's a little too 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 chill, too cool for me. Now give him a few <laughs> years if he was under a quarterback such as Alex Smith or Tom Brady or one yeah. of those guys. Mature him up a little bit. Let him develop. Him slap him around. Yeah. But now he's sitting there in Cleveland. Cleveland with where he's Josh been... Gordon selling weed at the wide receiver yeah. position. Like Josh I don't I don't know. I don't know about it. No, they're I They him... could be good. I could see them playing like decently well. Hey, I, I give him three years. Three year and that's like what a year more than Manziel. Yeah. How many year? How many wins are you giving them this this season? What they get last season? I think Zero? Th- ah, I honestly no, don't remember. Was that the season before? I give. I them think they got. I think they went zero sixteen this past season. Yeah, I give them two. Two. Two, two to four. You give them two wins. <laughs> two Miles Garrett, Josh Gordon coming back. They got Jarvis Landry. Okay. I, okay. They got I a pretty, pretty, pretty decent. Pretty decent. Like, yeah. Five. Four or five wins. Four, four or five, five wins. wins, which is like huge in Cleveland. <laughs> hey, hey, they just had. Le- they just had LeBron leave. Yeah. Now they're about to win like five games. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask for much more than five wins from the Browns? Oh my goodness. But on the other side, you got the beast. This guy is an absolute beast in Saquon Barkley. This yes. guy is driven. He is built like a freaking horse. Ooh. This guy is massive. Do you think it'd be better than Zeke? Oh yeah, really? Yes. <sighs> See, I don't know because the Giants don't have an offensive line like the Cowboys. Okay, place do. running back, running back matchup. He's probably going to be a little bit better than Zeke. Yeah. I just think that he is more 
He if you put Saquon on the Cowboys, is that what you're saying? Like, yeah, put if, Saquon if take, on the Cowboys, if, if he'd be better than and put him on the Cowboys, he yeah. will have more of an explosive performance. But he wasn't always built the way he was. I, saw, I actually watched a documentary, mm-hmm. and he used to be a small little guy. No one saw him amounting to anything in college even. And like, he took off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he took he off. He took off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was so fun watching him at Penn State. I remember... I mean, no one. I no mean, one watches. Someone like Penn me like State. sits down and is like, "Yo, I'm about to watch this Penn State game. It's unless, dope." Unless you no, went to I, Penn State, you know. No, I'm not. I'm not about to watch that. So, so basically, I would just see highlights of this dude, basically just like elusive, just yeah, getting around people, or just <laughs> running through and murdering people. Yeah. yeah. So I think that'll be interesting to look at if you want to. Not even want, if you don't want to watch the game, definitely t- check out those highlights. Uh, the next game that we said is a game to watch is um, the Texans and Chiefs. Texas and Chiefs. And this one, you got two quarterbacks that were first round picks last year. None of them, neither of them played the full season. You got Patrick Mahomes and you got Deshaun Watson. Yeah. So I actually, I actually had a friend of mine, uh, good friend of mine. He went to the same school as Mahomes, and he said like he was. Just a beast. Like he, like he apparently has like a rocket arm. And oh, I've, he can throw the ball I've, sixty yeah. miles an hour, and sixty like, plus I, miles. Yeah, an and hour. and I've seen like video. Uh, I've seen like podcast. I've listened to podcasts. Basically, people talking around the league that basically like he can, like he might have a stronger arm than anyone in the NFL. Oh yeah, like, like yeah, speed wise, okay. like you were talking about. I saw yeah. a um, video actually. Do you remember Derek Carr's older brother David Carr? Yeah, who also well played for the Texans. Yeah. Um, I want to say 10 years ago mm-hmm. and he had a very strong arm and they put them uh both up against each other and they were both throwing 50s 60s but Mahomes Ooh. easily 60 65 miles put him with like Tyreek Hill oh dude it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's good. gonna be explosive offense they've got that nice defense they could be they could be they, they could definitely make some noise in the AFC um They're, and then of course the Texans Deshaun Watson you know I hold well, I just can't <laughs> As a Jags fan, they're they're the team we play twice a year, and I just don't. I, I can't stand the Texans. Yeah, naturally, naturally. But you know, Deshaun Watson, healthy and getting experience, he's going to be a threat to us. I'm, I'd much rather yeah. have him yeah. than Blake Bortles. Yeah, they were on fire when, when he they, was playing well. Yeah, when he was he, playing well, they were on fire before he went down with that knee injury. Yeah, and uh, then they have JJ uh, Watt JJ coming Watt, back. Yeah, and yeah. Davion Clowney. Their their line's going to be Dude, that that line is crazy when healthy. When healthy, they're good. Uh, yeah, so the next game we have um, uh, matchup to watch is the Jets and the Falcons. Um, you got Sam Darnold coming in from USC. Guy not much older than the two of us, but, he, you know, he's captaining an NFL uh, team. Got to give him props for that. But the Jets, you know, they're the Jets. What can you expect? They're just... I can't they're say much Jets. more than that. They're, they're, they're the Jets. They're, they're the Browns of uh, <laughs> the AFC. Or no, the yeah. Browns are in the AFC. But, but they're 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 like the Browns. <laughs> the Browns of the AFC uh, East. Yeah. So that 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 I still don't think Sam Darnold's gonna like change their franchise. Did I get that wrong? I think another. Yeah, eh, 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 one of them. It's one of, one of the AFC. Yeah, I know games. they're with the Patriots, and the Bills, <laughs> and the Dolphins. Yep. But all right, another matchup we have is uh, the Lions and the Raiders. Ooh, this is gonna be a fun one. <laughs> Not from the player standpoint. I mean, you got Derek Carr, Marshawn Lynch. You yeah, they'll be in guys. there for like a quarter. Yeah, if that, like one drive. <laughs> but you have 
John Gruden, the quarterback <laughs> guru. Making coach. his 10-year comeback. Yeah, 10 years retired from NFL coaching, and he comes back. Yeah. Bro, I saw this thing. Uh, it was like this um, – Jason Witten, like, tweeted this. He, like, retweeted this picture of John Gruden interviewing Tony Romo and uh, Jason w- or Tony Romo and Jason Witten at training camp, like, three years ago. And it was like, these guys just flip spots. Like, you know, like, Witten – is now working at ESPN as broadcaster. Tony's over at CBS working as broadcaster, and Gruden's back, back on the sideline. The NFL, yeah. <laughs> so All these guys are com- comes for full circle. Comeback season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you you come back around. You got to get not back. for Manziel, but for uh, Gruden comeback season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think they'll be pretty good this season. I feel like they they could win that division. The Chargers are really good this year, um, mm. but you know I think they can get it this I year. Th- I think that they can do it too. Um. All right, last last uh, matchup we have to to watch this week um, is the Chargers and the Cardinals. You are gonna have Josh Rosen out of UCLA, another first round pick. Yeah, big mouth first. dude. Yeah, trash talker. <laughs> guy, guy kind of reminds me of uh, Manziel a little bit. Really? Just just in that personality. I but, feel like he has more skill, but, but maybe yeah. same personality. Like yeah. talking. I mean, we got some big personalities in this this draft quarterback wise. Yeah, you really did. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Baker Mayfield, uh, he and tra- talking uh, for HBO's Hard Knocks, he rented a RV or bought an RV. I I'm not sure, but for the quarterbacks, and he wouldn't allow anyone in there except the quarterbacks. He got an RV just for them, just for training camp, <laughs> like. Who does that? Don't you, don't you have a hotel room for that? Is this like Breaking Bad? They're about to cook meth in the, yeah, in the mean, RV? No, they, they'd have to have Johnny Manziel back there for that. Oh, yeah. They, they need to cook. <laughs> Alright, uh, right, well, those were our matchups to watch. Again, that's the Panthers versus the Bills. That's Thursday at 6. Um, and then we got Browns versus Giants Thursday at 6 as well. Uh, Texans versus Chiefs Thursday at 7.30. Jets, Falcons, Friday at 6.30. Lions, Raiders, Friday at 9.30. Chargers versus Cardinals, Saturday at 9. Now the next topic that we're going to move on to is one that actually hits close to home for Addy because this player, you know, played in Dallas. He's another trash talker we got out there. Yeah, get your popcorn ready. Yeah, buddy, you know, <laughs> he, he backs it up with the skill. And this, this weekend he showed it to Addy. Why don't you tell us what's going on with our good old friend Terrell Owens? Yeah, Terrell Owens. Uh, well, he's kind of been in the news a lot lately, kind of with this drama about um, his Hall of Fame induction. So basically, he got inducted to the Hall of Fame after I think two or three years of being snubbed um, and not getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and he was just livid about that. Um, so he decided to throw his own party. No, that's who, thro- a- who throws their own party? Like, like someone, is, someone is honoring you for something that you've done your entire career, and it's like an exclusive club, club. and he wants to throw his own party. That's where they, they give you your it. own little bus, yeah. your own Yeah, so shrine. like, usually all the Hall of Fame guys meet and go to Canton, Ohio, which is where it's, like, located, and they all meet there. It's a big party. They all have speeches. speeches. And T.L.'s like, nah, nah, bro. I'm going to sit at home. Yeah, like, I, nah, I'm going to sit at home, but I'm going to have my own... Like that's so to. Like is when where he they, was in Dallas, he it was all about him. It was all he was in Romo's ear. Give me the ball, you know. Like there's a whole incident at the star where he took the popcorn and just like dumped dude, it. Dude, yeah. dude, he he was 
To, in my mind, he's similar to Dez, but worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Much, <laughs> worse. much, I, much I love worse. Dez. I, I never really liked Terrell Owens. I never really liked Terrell yeah, Owens. I, I feel like he, he didn't help us on the field, you know? Um, I mean, he put up numbers, but, you know, he's going into that Hall of Fame class with, with some guys who really deserve to be there, like Brian Urlacher and Brian Dawkins, two great defensive yeah. players, two standouts, yeah. two standout guys. Those guys yeah. are true teammates. Very respectable. Hats off to those guys for what they've done with their careers. But Terrell Owens, that's just a dick move. Yeah, I I, I don't agree with it at all. And and, and I mean I, I I I do think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But um, but at the same time, this is not the way to act. This is um, his. He gave a speech actually tonight um, at his party. Uh, this is what he said. He said, I want to address the elephant in the room. Many of you may be wondering why we are here instead of Canton. There has been a lot of speculation and false reports as to why I chose not to be there. I would like to set the record straight. It's not because how many times it took me took for me to be voted into the hall. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That And then watch this. He basically just contradicts himself. It's about the mere fact that the sports writers are not in alignment with the mission and core values of the Hall of Fame. He just said that it's not about him not getting inducted, and now he's saying it's because of the sports writers who are picking him. So he basically just contradicted himself. (laughs) And he said, these writers disregarded the system, the criteria, and bylaws in which the guys are inducted, and ultimately the true meaning of the Hall of Fame and what it represents. I wanted to take a stand so the next guy coming after me, after me will not have to go through what I and others have gone through. Whether it's three years or 45 years, you should get what you've rightfully earned. And, you know, that's that's the thing that kind of gets me right there. One of, uh, one of the, one quote goes, with great power comes great with responsibility, but also with that great honor comes that responsibility because that is, you're one of the, the football greats, NFL yeah. greats. That means you're one of the best ever. And to have that responsibility and that honor, you got to be able to man up and be out there because kids are watching this. Yeah. 40, 50-year NFL NFL fans are watching this. This is uh, There's guys that have waited 60 years to get into the NFL Hall of Fame, and when they do, they put that jacket on and they say how much it means to them. They don't whind that it took them that yeah. long. Yeah, they're, they're crying on stage. Like, Heck, do you remember Brett Favre's? <laughs> oh, gosh, that thing was... <laughs> That should have been emotional. A movie. Yeah, that should have been a movie in and of yeah. itself. He's basically just like advertising Wrangler jeans the Thank entire you. time. I'd like to thank Wrangler <laughs> jeans. Uh, they're very comfy. They're great to change it out of and into. Uh, when I was playing football in Green Bay, <laughs> he gets paid to throw in Wrangler jeans. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Peyton Manning when he was uh, in the Super Bowl Omaha. Omaha, 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 and then they wanted to like yeah. promote him and yeah. say like Papa John's, Papa John's. Nah, bro. Uh, all right, so let's move on to the next thing. Um, so this is kind of uh, one of the greatest things that I think an athlete has done. Uh, LeBron opened a new school uh, this week. He opened the I Promise School. Uh, this school, yeah, it's great. accelerating learning for young kids. I believe it's elementary school. Um, and with the school, um, it provides job placement assistance for the parents. There's an on-site food bank for the parents and the families uh, involved with the school. It supports students with stress from economic causes. And uh, every student gets a bike. 
Every every student just gets a gets a bike. Isn't that? That's pretty cool. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Like hats off to you, LeBron, yeah. for just being a stand up guy. Yeah, honestly, like if you're talking about like we we could talk all day about goat MJ versus LeBron. I'll tell you. MJ's a goat, but yeah, I'll tell you, LeBron is. All right, all right, all right. We'll we'll argue that. We'll, we'll save that for a later that. date. Yeah. We'll save we'll save Basketball that for a later season. date. We'll save that for a later date. But I believe LeBron is like off the court the greatest athlete, not just NBA, but greatest. off the court greatest athlete. Greatest of all time. athlete of all time. This is like this is Most like a, this is like taking down the Warriors off the court. Like, well, not like even this, the Warriors. This is just something that he's doing out of the kindness yeah. of his heart. He's not doing this for publicity. He's yeah. doing it because there are kids out there struggling and families out there struggling. Yeah. In his hometown. In yeah. his hometown. And if you successfully uh, complete the courses and you get accepted into University of Akron, you get your tuition paid for. Yeah, that's, which, that's crazy. That's crazy. And it gives him a goal, right? That gives yeah. you a very achievable goal. Yeah. Very achievable goal. And that's something that... That if I presented the opportunity, that's that's just an amazing opportunity yeah, to have. Yeah. He's and changing the lives of people. He's absolutely changing yeah. the lives. You know, GOAT, Michael Jordan on the court, but like you said, <laughs> off the court, the GOAT is definitely LeBron. Yeah, Michael, I mean, Michael Jordan uh, has his shoes and yeah. the Bobcats or whatever they're called now, the Hornets. <laughs> the Hornets, yeah. yeah. yeah so I, I, just, I just can't even, like, I can't even think back to a, to a specific instance where there was something this big in terms of um, a philanthropy yeah, community action. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, like this is one, this is probably, if I could think of anything, the greatest philanthropist act from it, from an athlete no that, that I can think of. I, I, um, not, no other, uh, I'm just actually, 19. Like, so something could have happened before, but <laughs> yeah, I'm 21. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, but like literally like kids get bikes, free tuition, lunch, food, yeah, food. Pay, I mean, this is going to change lives. And change the parents uh, get help with jobs, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's what, yeah. So they get help with jobs. So like basically they're going to completely change families. the trajectory of a lot of these families, which is awesome. Um, just keep doing this, LeBron, and you'll you'll be the goat for sure. <laughs> you'll you be the R. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was uh, definitely like an awesome thing from LeBron, and uh, That's definitely awesome. uh, we'll keep in tune. I actually saw that he also had a um, like a like a wall of shoes, and I think if I remember correctly, like each of the individual shoes are like assigned to a kid or something. And like the money that's that that the, that the shoes are auctioned off for, it like goes to that kid. Oh wow! Uh, like his school stuff, and, it, and it's like pretty cool. But they're like awesome shoes. And he there's a video that I saw of like him like walking through the school, and like all these kids are like just looking at him like you are like God. Like well, he's changing <laughs> their lives. Imagine yeah. being in school and LeBron James is walking down the hallway. Yeah, and he paid for you to be there, <laughs> and he's helping yeah. you out. I mean, yeah. LeBron's. LeBron's a good guy. I mean, can you imagine, like, even just the bike part? Just think about the bike <laughs> Imagine part. if you just got every kid a bike at yeah. a, in a public school, that still would have been yeah, awesome. Like, that, like, that's, like, one of the craziest things. Like, like when most you're, athletes when you're just... that, those kids' age, like, seven, eight, a bike is, like, the, the best thing in the world. <laughs> I remember I got this bike, like, for Christmas when I was, like, six and I thought it was like the greatest thing ever. Couldn't ride it yet. I could. I didn't know how to ride a bike. Oh, I but remember. But I thought it was the coolest thing ever because finally I had some way to, like, 
take myself so, from point A to B. Point, yeah, <laughs> I remember when my dad got me my first bike. My mom and dad got me my first bike. I was so excited. I didn't know how to ride it because I'd been riding well with training wheels. My dad's like, "All right, I'll hold you." Goes down the driveway, and we lived on a steep, steep hill here in Dallas. He just kept pushing me, kept pushing me, let go. All of a sudden, I was riding, and the next thing you know, I'm on the ground, all skinned up. But hey, that was the best three <laughs> seconds I'd had so far in my life. Oh my goodness! We built a bike the other day. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. We, right, you helped. You helped a lot. I, but <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not the handiest person. I'm not the handiest person. I'll be. Uh, I'll you're be technical. Honest. You're technical. I'll be. I'll, yeah. I, I'm good with the techie stuff. Um, yeah. So uh, let's move on to the next thing. All right. So we got. Um, the NBA Africa game was uh, earlier this morning, um, and basically, uh, this is a game that they've been doing for I believe like this is the third year, uh, or maybe the second year. Um, and so basically, um, every year uh, since I guess 2015, uh, they've basically been doing uh, this game where they have uh, a bunch of NBA athletes come in. Uh, it's basically in South Africa. Um, and uh, it's in Johannesburg. 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 Johannes- Johannesburg. I don't think it's Johannesburg. I think it's Johannesburg. Maybe if you're from South Africa, that's <laughs> Johannesburg. Yeah, I don't think that's how they talk. I don't think that's, I don't I don't think, think that's well, how they talk. When I went there, I... Yeah. That's kind of how they sound. I've you, never been to South Africa. You went to West... I went to Zambia. Zambia. Yeah. I That's didn't close. Go to South Africa, but I didn't know Johannesburg. I didn't Johannesburg. Yeah. It's it's like near Cape Town. Okay. Okay. So South Africa, um, and basically NBA players. Uh, it's basically Team Africa versus Team World. So Team Africa basically is a bunch of NBA players from Africa. So you got like Joel Embiid, Serge Ibaka, uh, guys like that, um, and then you got Team World, which is literally the anyone that's not from Africa. So, like, they've got Danilo Gallinari out there, who was the MVP. They call it the Manute Bowl MVP. Uh, Manute Bowl was a uh, center back in the 80s, I believe. Uh, he was tall as hell. Maybe he was 90s. He might have been the 90s. But he was super tall, like, lanky. I think he was, like, the tallest player in NBA history. Like, he was seven foot five or something like that. Like, ridiculous wingspan. Yeah. Lanky. Uh, blocked every shot, and they named the MVP after him. Um, so basically that game um, ended um, 96-92. The world uh, beat uh, – Team World beat Team Africa, um, and Danilo Gallinari came home for, with that MVP with 23 points. Uh, Joel Embiid for Team Africa had 24 points and seven rebounds. Uh, I think this is an interesting idea to kind of – I guess the NBA is very... Um, they're expanding their they're, horizons. Yeah, they're, they're definitely... They're, they're really good about trying to get it... Um, get the NBA acclimated around the world. They oh, and it's it, they, definitely working. It is yeah. definitely working out. Yeah, I, would, I would say the NBA is definitely more of a global sport than, yeah, than, than the, the NFL. Than the NFL, for sure. Yeah. Even baseball. Like I feel like... Because of the dream team with MJ and all that, and and Bird and Magic, back in the days, and them doing the Olympics, like I think that was huge for for basketball, and that's helped them kind of raise this platform yeah. that allows them to do something like this, like go play in Africa during the yeah. summer on eleven at eleven a.m. You yeah, know, that's like, that's definitely huge. But yeah, yeah, the NBA is not my uh, <laughs> not my thing. <laughs> well, I enjoy watching it, not my expertise. <laughs> 
So I leave that up to you, as as you well know. Yeah. Uh, All right. So next one. Uh, So basically, we got Kelvin Benjamin uh, came out today. I think it was a training camp interview. Um, He basically said, he said, quote, Carolina was bad for me. And then later on, he said, if you would have put me with any other QB. Yeah. Taking shots. He's at taking Cam shots Newton. at Cam Newton. I mean, Cam is, uh, they're two different style of players. Kelvin Benjamin is a guy you go up top to. He's six foot five. You toss it up to him, let him grab it. But Cam is a running quarterback. He's great arm, great passing. But if you watch him, you'll notice he does a lot of running. Yeah, I feel like if I was a receiver, like, I would not want to play with that guy, a guy like that. Like, I hate. Like when I pl- when I was playing intramural flag football this past year, I, my my quarterback just ran every play. Like, I, and I was a receiver. I'm like, all right, I ran this great route, got wide open. Nope, not passing. B- before I could even turn around, I turn around on my like five yard stop route, and he's already running. <laughs> it's like doesn't even get you a chance. And as yeah. a receiver, that's frustrating. Yeah, those are the guys that want to be. Uh be college quarterbacks, but weren't too cut out Do you think that's Cam Newton's problem? Well, that he thought he wanted to be a college quarterback? Yeah, no, he did. He did that, actually. (laughs) And then he uh, took it a step farther, and then he went to the NFL. NFL, he went to the Super Bowl, and lost. (laughs) And since then, he's, he's, like, not done very much. No. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, basically, uh, yeah, so all of Carolina's receivers seem like they would just be frustrated. They'd rather be Cam anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I, Cam Newton's got a great smile, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not about his, his, his play on the field. No, I mean, he's a good player, though. No, no yeah. denying that. He's, he's massive, good. though. Isn't he like 6'5"? Something like that. He is a big guy. Yeah, he's a big fella. <laughs> yeah, I would not want to get into a fight with that dude. Uh, all right, so this was definitely the funniest story that we have. Uh, Johnny Manziel in his Canadian Football League debut. Very prestigious league. <laughs> uh, CFL stands for Canadian Football Oh, yeah, league. I for watch the, it literally. For those what? of you who don't know. <laughs> yeah, bro, I watch that literally religiously. I'm up watching CFL constantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey. hey. You watch the CFL, lad? Hey, yes. I, yeah. hey. Oh, sorry, lad. I missed the game. Lad? <laughs> Oh uh, a little English popped in there. <laughs> oh. uh, so Johnny Manziel came out. Okay, so basically in the offseason, he just got into the league, and the team that had him traded him. So he's on this other team, and they throw him out there week one. They're playing the team that, that he was traded away, yep. from, away from. First play comes out there. The, the announcers are like, here comes Johnny. And then, Johnny football, and then first play, he gets sacked. Second play... Drops back, looks down, gives a check down, but he forgot to call out the Mike linebacker, chucked it over, and uh, yeah, he got picked, picked off. snatched, gone. Like, first pass, first pass, you're just like, ah, uh, easy, easy, easy slant route over the middle, Let's can't even see get the Get some tempo, <laughs> comeback season, you know, on the way back to the Browns, and uh and then I think he, uh, he messed up a couple more times, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he uh, threw two more picks before the second quarter ended. So we had three picks. The team was down 28-3 to three with like six minutes left in the second quarter. Good job. And he had already thrown three picks. 
So basically, Johnny Manziel, you won't be seeing him in the NFL ever again. Nope, nope. Bye. He's in the stands. <laughs> nope. I, I I just don't see him. Um, eh, he'll take his kids to a game. <laughs> he'll take his kids to to a game maybe. Um, wearing his old uniform. He's just always been problematic to me. I never got the hype. I was. I remember sitting on draft night. The Cowboys had like. 27th pick or something like that and there were rumors that Jerry Jones was going to take Johnny Manziel and I was like no please no please and I was just sitting there like on my knees praying that he would not uh, pull the trigger and apparently the report is that Stephen Jones basically got in the way of Jerry Jones and just put his foot down and was like no we're not taking him Yeah, that's a, um, that was a good and idea. I believe they picked Oh, I can't remember who they picked. They picked somebody on, on their offensive line that was big. It might have been like Travis Fer- Well, Frederick. most offensive linemen are big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a pro bowler, I should say. Yeah, I think it was like Travis Frederick, Frederick or something, uh, but it, was a, it ended up being like a, the, the right pick. Yeah. Um, and now imagine how it feels being a Jags fan on draft night for 10 years. Um, <laughs> 10 years? Those 10 years or two or three. And we botched all at Justin Black. Oh, no, Blake you got to give him credit for like Maurice Jones Drew era when they would go like yeah, well, I mean, 9 and 7 and make the playoffs. <laughs> 11 and 5. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, back 11 years ago, that was f- nice. I mean, we had Fred Taylor, we had Maurice Jones Drew. Uh, Great team, Josh Scobie, the kicker, Scobie Dewey Do. Um, but for that gap, we were missing all the right draft picks, and then we got Dante Fowler, uh, Leonard Fournette, Tavon Bryan this year. We're getting there, you know. I I I legitimately want like in the last year I was rooting for the Jags. Like I was rooting for the Jags. Like I wanted them to go to the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, no, you're a bandwagon fan. <laughs> I'm a bandwagoner. I'll admit. No. <laughs> or say that you also live in Jacksonville. Okay, well a little bit. I I visit Jacksonville a lot, but basically, um, I think this year they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. I just I I, I have a feeling that they're gonna do it. You know I who think else it, called that? Who you? Romo. Oh yeah, Ro- yeah, Romo predicted a uh, Packers, Packers Jags uh, Super Bowl. Which that would was be interesting. a fun one. That'd be a good one to to see. Yeah, I I like I, to see uh, Jalen Ramsey trash talking Aaron Rodgers. That would be <laughs> yeah. that would be pretty. Funny. Honestly, I, I just don't see Romo. Romo is a um, he's from Wisconsin, uh, so he is he's a from he's a big time. What? No, no, I'm thinking. About I can't remember Rodgers. where he's. I, I can't. He he went to he Illinois. Went to, he, he went to uh, Illinois, yeah, University he, of Illinois. I don't know, but, Illinois. but he. I know that he was for a fact. I know that he was a Green Bay Packers fan growing up. Yeah. Uh, so it Who might be. He might be a little point. homery there. A little homery. Who wasn't a Packers fan growing up watching Brett Favre? But that's not how the NFL works. Yeah, that's, how, that's how the NBA works. <laughs> NBA, <laughs> everyone's know. like, ah, oh, bro, I love that team. No, and I know. everyone from one era loves a certain team. Yeah. No, um, but you. But the NFL, Brett you Favre, watch your local team. I know. But watching <laughs> Brett Favre back in the when he was with the Packers, that was fun. That was okay. a good time to watch. Yeah, and that was his. Uh, uh, that was his uh, idol. If you look at Favre's release and Romo's release, it's very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Well, then quick release, well, kind of like yeah. sidearmed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and then Favre retired. Came out of retirement. Favre was one of again. my favorite guys to watch. I will never forget. Remember when he was on the Vikings and they were playing like the 49ers or something? It was an overtime or something. Or no, no, no. It wasn't even an overtime. I think they were like losing by like three or four at the end of the game. He just chucks it from the 50-yard line. The dude toe taps in the back of the end zone for the touchdown. touchdown. And then you know, later it was like Greg Lewis yeah. or something. And then was later that season, season uh, 
he got knocked down and uh, retired after that hit. <laughs> yeah, so because he was forty years with, old. Yeah, he was he was an old dude still still but like he's hanging a gun around. Slinger. He is a gunslinger. Yeah, he that's was. For sure. He he had a strong arm, uh, and definitely in those Wrangler jeans commercials, you could tell that he still yeah. had that strong arm. He still has it. Yep, yeah, he he will never lose it. Uh, I I hope he continues to do those commercials. Sounds like you have a crush on uh, Brett Favre. Oh uh, no, no, <laughs> no, no way. No, uh, no way, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've got the wrong dude. You got the wrong guy over here. Uh, all right. So next, uh, next up, we got Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas uh, basically went on Instagram uh, about a week ago. About a week ago. <laughs> Bobby Schmurda teaming. Um, and he basically said, "Pay me or trade me." And then um, I believe like two days ago, three days ago, he came out on the Players Tribune. Uh, which is a website that a lot of players use when they want to kind of voice their own opinions. Um, he released kind of an article basically explaining that he's going to stick by this pay me or trade me thing with the Seahawks. Um, uh, Cam Chancellor's gone. Um, Richard Sherman's gone. Richard Sherman's gone. The Legion, Legion of Boom, Boom Legion of gone. Boom is terminated. Um, so that will definitely be interesting. Um just in terms of seeing that Seahawks uh, defense. But it seems to me, and, and people around the NFL have said that um, uh, Earl Thomas will most likely get traded. Now, it's been rumored that the Dallas Cowboys are in those trade talks. In fact, they're the only team that seems to be attached to these trade rumors. Um, but listening to Dallas radio and reading Dallas sports, uh, it, it, it's uh, it's been kind of stated that the Cowboys are not making any calls. They're, they're. I think they talked about it briefly before the draft and stuff like. And uh, uh, at the end of the season, I think. Uh, but the Seahawks were acting for like a, asking for like a second round pick, and the Cowboys were like, nah, nah. Yeah. And I would say nah too, because the safety position nowadays is like not a big deal. No, it's not no. that. You need it's a good, not as you need big. a good you need a good player, solid player. Yeah. But, I mean, Cam Chance, Chancellor is one of those greats out yeah. there at that position. Troy Palomalu was. Yeah. Um, but I feel like today's game, like, it, you it, it's cornerbacks. not. Yeah. You, need, you need cornerbacks. Yeah, cornerbacks are way more important. guys that can cover. Them. Yeah. But um, when Earl Thomas actually signed his contract extension a few years back, he did so trying to keep keep in mind the Legion boom. He wanted yeah. to just and now play with them. And yeah. that's what he said is he said that, uh, one by one, they've been going away and not on great terms. So it sounds like Seattle's having some problem uh, with the contracts. Yeah, um, and yeah, they, they're uh, definitely in trouble. And and I would expect Earl Thomas to get traded soon. Uh, I would love to have him in Dallas, but I'm not about to give him. I'm not about to give the Seahawks a second, second, third round pick. I would entertain a fourth or fifth. A th- I would third, entertain- a, a third, depending on uh, on how healthy he is and how he performs yeah. at a workout. You I mean, know. he's thirty. He's thirty. I mean, like a true choice. Get- that position you can play long. Like Troy Polamalu yeah. played played Ed a, Reed. like long yeah. time. Ed Reed. Uh, Ed Reed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a position there. Brian Dawkins played for a while. Oh, Brian Dawkins, one of my favorites. Just got inducted to the Hall of Fame. Also, Jacksonville guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I, I, I just think, I just think, like it's. I would love him on my team. He's a great player, but at the same time, I'm not about to. You're spend not going to risk I'm getting not... a few more players for for yeah, one. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot of uh, sleepers in the drafts. They're yeah. fourth round guys yeah. that you can pick up and 
really talented, solid players. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I, if I were the Cowboys, I would not jump the gun and say we got to do this now. I don't think he's going to make like that big of an impact. Uh, but the Cowboys defense should be interesting this year. I, I really think they got a, they got a good defense. The NFL. You got Demarcus Lawrence. You got Randy Gregory coming back. You got uh, Malik Collins if he can stay healthy. Sean Lee, Jalen Smith, yeah. Leighton Vanderesh was that first round pick. Yeah, those linebackers are gonna be solid. So him and Sean Lee are gonna, um, gonna have to. Yeah, Chidobia Awuzie is a beast. Apparently during training camp he's been balling out. Um, and then Byron Jones got moved from the safety over to the corner. So the defense is. They're saying that the Cowboys defense might be better than the offense this year. That would be um, that would be maybe hard to believe. <laughs> but last year the offense uh, struggled. Struggled, yeah. But so Zeke, that also Zeke was out. Doesn't count. Do doesn't count. Oh, doesn't count. Yeah. So those past ten years of being a Jags fan just doesn't count. Yeah. Right. And speaking of Zeke, he was sued for a million dollars for a car crash. That that was like barely his fault. And like, this is literally just a case of somebody suing somebody with money. That, that literally doesn't have time for something like this. And so he's just going to throw money at it to deal with it. Yeah, poor it, guy. Yeah. I, I mean, it, and it sucks for him because he's trying to stay, like, off the radar. Off the radar. He's, he's actually trying. He, he yeah. struggled with it a little bit, but, you know, he's got to eat. <laughs> he's got to eat. Zeke got to eat. <laughs> That's one of my favorite videos is the video of all the Cowboys, like Dez, Zeke, Beasley, and Dak, and they're all just eating the cereal. Have you yeah, seen that video? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> I saw That's a... Cool. Um, picture on instagram actually of a halloween party and this guy's wearing these little silver football pants and a zeke jersey it's this this chunky very very (laughs) fat uh about a 23 year old kid and he's got it rolled up crop top style and he's like zeke except he has a beer belly and sticking out (laughs) oh yeah that's a classic um all right so uh to end it we're gonna talk about Probably one of the weirdest videos I've ever seen. Yeah, probably. That was, that's gonna give me a nightmare, and I'm yeah. gonna see him just kind of yeah screaming. Yeah, so we my head. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna be having nightmares yeah, for like at least two months. Notorious. At least yeah. So notorious Conor McGregor, very um, uh, very intense guy. So I in everything yeah, he does. Yeah, so I get a I get a notification on my phone basically saying Conor McGregor's back in the UFC. After what you did, yeah. which is, <laughs> yeah. it was a drunken misunderstanding or something. <laughs> Mis- like misunderstanding that. throwing poles into into buses. It wasn't a. It was, it a was like it was, it was like a the rock or something like that. It was like that giant like rail thing. He just like picked it up and started throwing it at people. Well, if you're Conor McGregor, you can pick stuff <laughs> up like that and throw it at people. If, that, it, if it's you or me, we just get mad and yeah. kick it. Yeah, boxing, MMA, those are the only sports that you can, like, legit just, like, do that stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is good for us. Like, yeah. this is good for our publicity. publicity. Hey, <laughs> any press is good press. You've heard yeah. that, right? Yeah. It's, except in the UFC, like, that's true. <laughs> yeah. When you have people fight during press conferences, that's that's when you get people to watch. That's awesome. That's, that's yeah. your intensity um, right there. Yeah, so anyways, this video, do uh, you want to, like reenact it we could kind of do like a duo like you could you could act like him i could act him at, like him at the same time yeah all right ready we can do it yeah, yeah all right, all right. we'll really do like much. a little like five second preview because we can't actually play the video for you and there wasn't really um, much talking yeah. except it, in the end there were there were there was no talking let's just let's just, let's just let's just let's just let's just show the audience all what right. it was like all right all right ready three two one ah! 
Ah! Yeah, like he was literally just screaming into the mic like a loser. <laughs> they could kick most of our, uh... A loser that makes millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> and is pretty badass fighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, w- I-, I wouldn't doubt that. All right, well... Uh, thank you for tuning in to the first edition, first episode of the yep. Dad Pod, uh, Durham and Denaire. Uh We hope you the enjoyed premiere. it. Um, so uh, we hope to see y'all in the next episode. We don't know when it's going to be, but uh, sometime soon. We're going to start yeah. establishing a timeline. Catch <laughs> us on thenextgensports.com. Yep. Uh, catch up with the latest blogs, basketball, football. We're getting that started, the NFL blog. So it's coming along, so just check us out. We're a new, we're a new page. This is all new to us, so uh, check us out. Yep. So uh, definitely uh, we will see y'all uh, probably in a week or so, maybe? I'd say maybe a week like or so. Maybe like two weeks? Maybe. Yeah, two weeks. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll, we'll play it by goes. ear. Well, what happens in the sports world, and... Uh, yeah, if we got to do like an emergency podcast, we'll do it. Emergency. Yeah, emergency. <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank y'all for listening. Uh, I'm Matt Durham. I'm Addie Denaire. Tune in to the next edition of Of Dad Dad Pod. Pod.